we will discuss the taliban perspective on afghanistan now what is the taliban ultimate objective in afghanistan the way we look at it at present and what all the developments which have happened not only in the present but in the last two decades as such the taliban objective appears to be very clearly an islamic emirate they tried for two decades by achieving that objective by force and coercion clearly they could not succeed all that could be achieved was a stalemate of sorts now will they go in for achieving their objective of emirate by co-opting other afghan political parties it now remains to be seen as the negotiations between the two sides the taliban and the afghan government negotiating team have started and are progressing in a very hesitant manner i will start by identifying what is the taliban basic ideology because as we know no organization can compromise on this ideology especially an extremist organization like the taliban for them compromising the ideology is absolutely a no no taliban ideology at present if you envisage it i would say it is a hybrid ideology the basic ideology of course derives from deobandi fundamentalism the deoband school of islam as you know emanates from the uttar pradesh but that deoband school is a very moderate school which is essentially focused on having a discussion with the other religions with a view to progress islam in a positive direction of course that also resorts to fundamental practices but politically it is not a fundamental islam on the other hand taliban follow a politically fundamental islam a militant islam which believes in salafi jihadism and also has the influence of pashtun social and cultural norms which are based on pashtunwadi so that is what creates a hybrid sort of ideology because you have the deobandi influence you have the salafi influence as which comes from its engagement with the al qaeda and other terrorist groups and also it has the pashtun social and cultural norms be integrated in it so this diverse influences it creates a difficulty not only for parties who are negotiating with the taliban but also within the taliban itself because some elements in the taliban which are hardline uh, observers of the salafi school or the pashtunwali school they may not accept all elements of the taliban ideology now as far as the current situation is concerned it should be very clear that the taliban basic aim is the that foreign forces in afghanistan they should leave the country and towards this end they are also trying to propose a cultural angle a islamic cultural angle to the people at large because they know that today afghanistan has changed the afghan people are not likely to only accept the elimination or removal of the foreign forces as a primary purpose so to that towards that end they are also looking at a cultural resistance to foreign presence
and the Islamic belief that non-tolerance of unbelievers. Unbelievers, they are known in Islam or particularly in the subcontinent as kafirs. So they are trying to convey to the people at large that foreign influence in Afghanistan is bad because it is an influence of unbelievers. unbelievers. And this is the cultural aspect of ideology of the Taliban which we'll have to notice and note as we go further. Now Taliban rhetoric and ideology because after all every organization base, base, uh, bases itself on rhetoric as much as the ideology. So what is the rhetoric which says? It gives the religious and historical references. Of course all these religious and historical references are taken out of context. These are not references which are from the holy scriptures as, as per se because no holy scripture pro propagates violence. None of the religion's holy uh, scriptures propagate violence. So they try to sort of manipulate these holy scriptures. They claim that what they are indulging in is a righteous jihad uh, as, as to establish a divine Islamic system and that is the type of narrative which they are trying to give. At the same time they want to maintain the unity against the external forces. So to drive out the, uh, the non-believers they want to maintain unity and cohesiveness. The Taliban of course today understand that do not have a very wide social and political base. Today in the last two decades and all your country's troops and your development aid and assistance has been there on the ground in Afghanistan for last two decades and you people are very well aware of the perception of people on the ground. And it is no longer the perception which is believed that to be anti-government or sorry anti-foreign elements or anti-international elements because Afghans do realize that the international community has assist them, assisted them in the last two years to create a new political economic system with gender equality, with modernity, education availability and so on. So that awareness having come the Taliban want to make sure that they want to, to defeat this is going to be difficult and they try to now address this through coercion. Ruthlessness in, in enforcing the doctrine of obedience to the Amir or leader is going to be another aspect which can be which is evident as far as the Taliban is concerned. They want to negate pluralism and towards this end you find that Taliban today has got a leader who is essentially a religious fundamentalist. The, the, his basic teaching, Mullah Habitullah as is known, his basic teaching is religious in nature. So he is a staunch fundamentalist cleric. Even if you notice, he, they have nominated the head of the Taliban talks delegation, again a fundamentalist cleric who was head of the religious uh, the, the shura per se. So the total focus is on religious extremism and that is where uh, we have to try to understand their focus now. As a result of the ideologies and the narrative, I believe that they would like to enforce an Islamic emirate through cooperation, if it is not possible, then ultimately through violence.